Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. You should know by now. And um, today I have with me um, a comedian, an actress, an improviser. She works at Comedy Sports. She's brought me out to a couple shows that she's done, um, you know, in the last couple months. And I've been thoroughly entertained, so I thought I'd love to bring her along here to uh, the show. So uh, thank you for being here, Kara. Thank you for being entertained. Of course. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're hilarious. Um, and you're also, um, you're very talented, too. Oh, thank you. Um, I... I would just choke up so hard to do what you do. It's, well, when you, when I first started, like, looking at improv, I was like, no way. I, I thought, um, I thought it was, like, a theater games class, because that's yeah. how UWM describes it as. Um, that's how I started that sports was, um, they have an UWM, like, intro-level improv class, but they don't call it that, because I think that would scare a lot of people away. Like including myself, yeah, right. um, because they call it theater games, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go play some games. And yeah, I guess right. that's what sports, uh, comedy sports is. But um, when I first sat in that like building, I had never been there before, and I grew up in Milwaukee, so I don't know how I've never heard of comedy sports before I was 19 years old. But I sat there, and they're like, yeah, you're gonna make the stuff up off the spot. Here, can I swear? Please do. Okay, they're gonna yeah. make your shit up, and I was like, no way, no, there's no <laughs> way I'm gonna be good at this. Yeah. And then like. A, like one class in and I was like hooked so oh totally yeah well, but thank you <laughs> yeah no of course um that's I I would have thought the same thing like theater game sounds like it's like some team building exercises mm -hmm. or something like that you know um but I mean that's really cool that you felt connected to it right away yeah, um, I fell in love with it good um but I, I think back and I'm like I probably wasn't good at, I still don't think like, I'm still just surprised every time I get a schedule from how many sports, um, I'm like, oh my god, I'm performing. Like, I get excited every single time, so yeah. it's not anything that's like, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm good at this. I still, I'm just, yeah. like, surprised every time I get a show. Oh, totally. I feel like it's because part of that might have to do with, like, always thinking we can be better, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm prone to that all the time. I'm constantly thinking about, you know, what I wasn't doing that I should have been doing. You know, and it can really eat you alive and feel like you're not just, you're not good. Like, you're not where you need to be. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's also, you can use that as a, as sort of a, an inspiration Yeah, source. like a fuel to, like, totally. you're, like, I don't think I ever want to be at the point where I'm like, oh, this is the best I'm ever going to be. Because then, what, is it all downhill from there? Right, you better yeah. stay that good? Because, like, it takes a lot of work. To like be a really good. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, I'm the best, you're never gonna be the best. No, so of then course. you're gonna be upset, no, like always. And, right, and that's that's just the joy of life is that yeah. you're never gonna be the best. You're never gonna be perfect. You can always improve. Mm -hmm. um, so we're gonna dive all into in, into everything that you got going on, and we're gonna talk about you know how you have um, come, how far you've come with you know since when you started, um, but. I'm thirsty. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm this is the prize. I'm sitting in front of me. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, Torture, basically. Yeah, we got the uh, cherry lime uh, flavor this time. Um, yeah, product placement. <laughs> Sponsor? Yeah. Sponsor this show? Damn near. <laughs> They're going to be looking at me one right? day. Right? Yeah. They're going to be like, Ben, that. Get you it. had the cherry lime in that episode. Like, we saw. Here, we heard you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, you know what? 
we're gonna just use you in an ad. Fuck yeah, I know. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, this, these are the last two cans uh, left in Walgreens, so. Amen, sorry to anyone else who wants them. I know, cheers. cheers. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, my favorite. There's How no... horrible would it be if you didn't like LaCroix? I asked for LaCroix. <laughs> um, I... Would you have drank it with me or would you? Of course, well, yeah, I would have. I have to drink whatever my guest is drinking oh, okay. because I have to ma I have to match the energy I feel that. you know that yeah. you have. But no, I'm um, you're in luck because I am obsessed with LaCroix. We my roommate and I go through cases of it like in two, three days, like a twelve pack is gone. I feel that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But um, there is no in between with it. You either like despise it and mm -hmm. think it's literally the most dystopian, tasteless, useless, Like perfume water, water yeah. I think is what some of the said once. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, uh, like, there's that meme where it's like, it, LaCroix tastes like it's, it tastes like if, you know, drinks were a, if we were in a dystopian society and, like, we weren't allowed to have any emotions. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. I've not heard that one, no. actually. Have you heard the one where it's, like, LaCroix, like, when you're drinking a LaCroix, it's, like, someone's shouting lime in the other room? It's yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's, like... That's good. That's what it tastes like. Yeah, it's nice. Distant. I like the, like, essence of the mm. flavor, not, like, a... I'm drinking a lime soda. Like, I, yeah. I want, like, just, like, the light breeze. No, me too, yeah. <laughs> that you want the notes. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. like, subtle. I don't need, like, there doesn't need to be so much sugar. Oh, yeah, and there's none. There's, and there's no sodium. Yeah, zero, 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 zero. That's what I'm saying, because it kind of curved my soda intake, so. Me too. I had Pepsi, I had a Pepsi vice when I was growing up. Mm. Um, now I don't, I don't drink that at all. I don't think about it. I don't miss it. Yeah. I don't miss it. <laughs> I, I totally, I feel that when I first got to school, um, you know, when I would go down into the Sandberg Cafe and uh, I'd go to like the, the soda machine, mm -hmm. I just, you know, I stopped being tempted to get soda because I know it costs more and like I'm a and it's not good for you. No, yeah, and it's like on my, like I'm on a meal plan, like I'm fine just drinking water like once you kind of just stop you don't really pick it back up yeah I've noticed. I find it so weird to like see people still drinking soda because I gave it up I'm like oh you you're still drinking a coke like yeah. that's strange to me but like I mean I'll drink it if like there's nothing else like available like if it's there or sometimes I crave like a Dr. Pepper mm -hmm. um cherry that Only shit, kind. That shit slaps. It is good. Yeah. <laughs> they are tasty. It's not like I like think that's as gross per se. I just like I can't finish one. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm also not like a dessert person. So. Oh yeah. And I feel like that's what it look like. It's like a liquid dessert now. True. To me. Oh yeah. Well yeah. Absolutely. It's I mean it's us all empty calories. And, but um, you know. So I we're not getting sponsored by Pepsi or Coke. Is no, what we're saying. we we've actually we've. <laughs> Basically, we've just um, um, purged any any chance of that, actually. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, <laughs> we're so. just like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So, sorry in advance, PepsiCo. Um, but that's not what we're here to do, is to plug, uh, you know, carbonated soda drinks. We're here. Oh, shit. That's what I thought. Oh, we that's, were next doing. oh that's next door. Oh, that's next door, actually. <laughs> um, no, we. Um, 
We are actually here um, to talk about love and fear. Love and fear is the driving force behind how all of us express ourselves, whether it be through a creative way, through an emotional way, through um, just through how we set our mind like towards achieving our goals. You know, it's all driven through love and fear. You know, what are we afraid of? What do we truly care about? And what do we really, what really evokes an emotional response from us these days? And, um, and, you know, I, I think that comedians have a very unique way of um, kind of balancing uh, the, the, the two, uh, the two sides of the coin there, because, you know, when you're, you know, using, when you bring humor into the, into the equation, it kind of channels, it's like your way of kind of like, you know, expressing yourself is kind of playing off of your fears or playing off of things that you care about and you put it in a context that other people can relate to or other people are like, aha, like, Mm -hmm. I get it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's why, like, I, um, you know, definitely want to hear from you with like how, especially because you're improv, mm-hmm. like we said, like yeah, that's, yeah. you know, that can be very, um, just nerve wracking, um, when you're not used to that kind of, um, that approach. So, um, so I want to, I would love to hear from you about, I guess, kind of how, what got you like really interested to start, what got you interested in comedy and, and the, at the beginning? Um, I guess, well, I don't, so I definitely love all comedians, right? Like, but growing up, I always, I mean, I've always wanted to be a performer. I always have been a performer, but I never, like, thought I was funny. And I think that's where my funniness lies, personally, is that, like, I say something, and then all of a sudden everyone's laughing at it, and then I'm like, that was so not supposed to be funny. Like, it was just, like, me being me, and then it, like, happens. And so, like, being able to, like, hone in on that now and like really like there are comedians that are character driven and like or like physical and like and then there are like the bit like where it's like you like can button like a scene and like you finish it off with a joke right or there are people that are like just kind of genuinely sometimes just themselves and you're just like say is funny kind of yeah yeah well that's not who i am i don't think but i think personally like i i've been able to like hone in on who I am and like kind of make like a heightened version of myself on stage and so I've never been able to do that anywhere else other than doing comedy um because when you're acting you're you shouldn't want to just be yourself up there you're written uh like there's a written part for you you're playing something you should be given you should be doing tribute to this character and this writer and whatever their idea of a character is and do it um, and so that's what I like to do when I'm acting. But when I'm doing comedy, um, what I love most is that I get to just be myself and just, like, find the funny in that. And then, like, I don't know. Like you said, like, comedians do have, like, they come from a weird place. And it's, like, sometimes you use it as a defense mechanism. And you're, like, okay, like, if these people aren't necessarily the nicest, at least I can make them laugh. Or, like, if, if you don't think that these people are going to like you, if you can make them laugh, then they're on your like side. You, yeah, you won them. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, 
it's kind of like you read someone and you can like figure it out and I don't know it's kind of a tool to have sure. in your back pocket totally yeah I think that um a key thing you said was kind of differentiating between like com comic styles mm -hmm. um because I'm a firm believer that like Anyone, like, pretty much anybody can be funny is funny in their own way. Everyone's you know? funny. Everyone's oh funny. Oh my god, there are so many people that, like, do things and I'm like, you are hilarious, yeah. you don't even know it. Like, you are just so funny. Right. And, yeah. Do you feel like you are one of those people that was just funny without trying to be? You just kind of, like, people just <sighs> happen to, yeah. you would say things, but people would just end up laughing. Sometimes, kinda. yeah, and it's just like, okay, like, I, like, a lot of my, like, stupid, not stupid, like, blonde stupid but just like like you're like oh my god how do you not know this like I just like make these like like charisms almost if, yeah. that, if you know what I mean and like that's when I first started realizing that like I myself am just like weird and so like embrace your these things these thoughts like I don't really kind of have a filter sometimes I just like speak and then I get a response and I'm like oh no like and like yeah. why did I do this but like it's a good response I'm just like why are they laughing at me I don't know what I said <laughs> we're wrong here but those are like the most golden moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think personally for me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like there's, cause there's also like, you know, slapstick comedy where people just knock things over or fall yeah. or like, yeah. you know, just be physically, use physical humor. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. I love those people. Right. You know, that's, yeah. you know, shout out the three stooges. True. Yeah, exactly. Right. I was thinking yeah. Steve Martin and Jim Carrey. Oh my God. Yep. Right? And so then there's funny. the character actors mm -hmm. that are a lot more like they have to, br they bring some kind of like alter ego or some kind of persona yeah. or... Even the stand-up guys, like yeah. it is like this face you put on and when I've done, I haven't done real stand-up but in the show that I do, I do a monologue in the beginning and so that is somewhat stand-up-esque yeah. and so doing that you have to kind of like put something else on and like be something else for a moment even if you are being yourself you're like I'm the guy making the jokes you yeah, know like right. I have to be this person this is what everyone's staring at me to make these jokes yeah. or to be a character of course or um or they like have to like for example like my roommate has this lion puppet and it's like absolutely hilarious every time he uses it and like he'll put it on he has like a voice for it he'll like sing songs with it and it's um it it brings me a lot of joy but and for a while like you know my, my friends and I were always like telling him that you know he should do stand-up comedy and he was kind of like he was kind of hesitant about it and he kind of tried to like sort of set up a routine sort of practice it a little bit but he I feel like that's just not really his realm of comedy to do stand-up. It's for intimidating. Yeah, like, he, <laughs> it's he's, he's a lot one of more of those, like, character actors that, yeah. you know, has to play somebody, mm -hmm. some kind of, like, he has to be something, all the, like, entirely different than just himself in order to, like, you know, make people laugh in his way. And, and that's okay, you know? Yeah. Like, I, for me, like... I'm just, like, I mean, I love to make people laugh, but I could never do it when thousands of people are looking at me, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, some people are, that's other people's, like, kind of comfort zone. Yeah, you know, yeah. 
I personally, like, performing since I, I've been performing since I was very, very young, I, like, a dancer and a singer and then actor. Um, I started acting when I was, what, like, 14? Cool. 15, maybe? I don't know. Young. Theater in still high school. Still young. Yeah, theater in high school. Sure. And that was, like, when I started, and I was like, oh, I really like this, but I didn't have many opportunities, but I started falling in love with it. But I would get so nervous. Like, stomach turn, like, before any dance recital, any song, like, any performance, like, where I had to go on by myself. Um, and I did still with comedy sports when I first started it. Um, but this past summer, I was so lucky, like, so lucky to go to the World Championship yeah. in LA, and I performed, and this was the first time I've ever gone on stage. And this was, like, probably the biggest theater I've ever performed to. Wow. Um, in Los Angeles, which is insane. Sure. Um, and I was backstage, and... I didn't even realize this until afterwards. I was not nervous. I didn't have a, like even a twinge of nervousness in my stomach. I was just like, let's get out there and have fun and yeah. do this. And that's how, when I when I realized that on that trip this summer is like, when I realized like this is what I'm this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Totally. Like, this is my niche. This is my yeah. place. Like I feel best here. Mm -hmm. What um what you end up doing for the show? Like, oh, it was a comedy sports show. So it was um so there's comedy sports all over the world. Oh, okay. Um, and I didn't every, even know that. Yeah, yeah. We started in Milwaukee though, so like ah, we are the home base. We're the OG. We are, yeah, very much, yeah. Um, but there's a bunch all over the country, and there's one in Berlin. I performed with Berlin um, before I was actually technically a performer at Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, I was taking the workshops and stuff. Oh. I actually like kind of got in trouble for performing with them. They're like, you shouldn't have done that. We've been like, okay, you, but. Well, it wasn't even, it wasn't my manager, he was okay with it. I texted him afterwards, I was like, look, dude, like, it was an awesome opportunity, like, you have to, like, be okay with this. And he was like, I am. But then it was, like, other people in the company that were like, mm, that's not chill. And, like, now, looking back, being in the company for, like, three years now, I'm like, okay. Like, if someone that isn't, like, fully, like, through the workshops and everything mm -hmm. were to perform, you don't know if they're gonna go on and do comedy sports, like, professionally and actually be on the stage of, like you know what I mean like so like that is like putting your name on someone that you don't have like a, an official like stamp on yet like a, sure. of approval um but I'm okay with it because it, it happened it was my first comedy sports show and it was in another country which was crazy um but to go back to what that is so there's comedy sports in Manchester um England and then Berlin well, Berlin is kind of weird now, not because I performed with them, but just because of other shit. But, um, and then there's like, they're all over the country, um, and they have a world championship every summer. Um, and so all the cities come together and they compete. Um, last summer it was in LA, and I got to go and perform, and it was crazy and super awesome. awesome. Yeah, this summer it's in Philly, um, which will be really fun. Nice. I don't think I'll ever not go, because it's a week of, you get to take workshops of like, not only just improv, but anything like that people offer. So you can take like an acting class or like singing classes or dancing, and like it's just this like like week long like thing with a bunch of improvisers, and it's so sure. much fun. It's exhausting because everyone's funny, so you have to be funny. So you're like, I'm funny, I'm funny, I'm funny, I'm funny, and then you go home and you're like dead, like asleep, yeah. and then you wake up in the morning and do it all over again. But it's, it's a like lot of mental energy yeah. that you're just constantly that you have to kind of have on call. Yeah, yeah, you have to like prepare for it, but then like once it's, once you're there, when, when you're in it, it's great and you're loving it, and then afterwards you're like, yeah, I have to wait a year to do this again. <laughs> yeah, so how did you start kind of like, what made, you, what made you more comfortable when you were up there doing it? How did you start like just kind of warming up to the idea of just like kind of making stuff up on the spot? Um, I, 
it was just through wanting to be better and like I once I got into the culture of it and like um, in working at or taking the classes at comedy sports they at, through UWM they say you have to go to like work to you have to go to the, the weekend shows and see professional shows and see what they're doing and yeah. so as a student watching it like and being like oh like they started where I am so like yeah. I could be up there too and so like I just saw this like path like right in front of me that like it could have I could have not been good enough to do it and I could have like not but I wanted it so bad that I just had workshops every single day or not every day oh my god that would be a lot um, <laughs> once a week yeah. um, from the moment I started I I never I'd never took a week off except for when we had like the semester off um, but then other than that like I, there's like a 101 and then there's a 102 offered through sure. UWM but then comedy sports offers a 103 and a 104 and then sure. there's minor leagues and you have to be asked to be in minor leagues and through minor leagues you get professional shows um, and wow. yeah and so like I took the 103 and then I moved on to the 104 and then I took the 104 <laughs> like so many times and I was working at the company I actually have the weirdest I started with the company in the weirdest way um, I was I took the UWM classes I finished and I was really close with my teacher Alan and he told me that they were looking for a summer intern and I was like heck yeah like nice. are you kidding me so then I like emailed the office <coughs> I asked them if I could do it if they still needed one and they're like absolutely and I ended up interning for Dick Chudnow who is the creator of comedy sports oh, wow. he is one of the wackiest guys ever but like super funny and like super great and so my first three months in the company were like working with the guy that started it all so like I have this like very special like connection of like this guy like created this and now there's all these people that are taking classes that come to the shows every weekend like that like are huge fans and now it's all over the world and I, I got to like work with him hand in hand like yeah. and it's like the this guy same... knows my name Re this really? guy? no oh, no, I'm oh I thought he knew your name I was like oh, oh, no. that's awesome <laughs> I, hope, I hope one day he does know Ben Slowey yeah <laughs> or at least I hope he watches Mr. Nice Guy but no I'm saying like it, it's, yeah, no, it's he like, knows my wow, name that's knows, for yeah, sure that's what I mean like yes, he no. knows your name and it's like holy shit <laughs> It, it is that crazy. It like, was empty. Don't don't do this one because it's so full. But no, yeah, I mean, like, so I I don't know if I would love the company as much if I didn't start with the guy that created it. But like, maybe I would. Who knows? But like, he started. Well, Alan, my teacher, was the one that started my love for it. But then, like, working with the guy that started it was like this insane opportunity that not a lot of people have. And then when you go to these world championships, people like see that dick and they're like, oh my God, like, that's him, like, he's this God. And I'm like, wow, like, I got to like hang out with I, I didn't even know, know it was that cool, you know? It's like going to a, a showing of the room and like seeing Tommy Wiseau like yeah. actually there. Yeah. Which he is actually coming to the Oriental on the 22nd and- Oh, are you gonna I have, Yeah, I have to. <laughs> also, yeah. yeah, but it's like, I- Oh, that's the day after my next show. <laughs> oh, You're gonna have a fun week. I, I know what I'm doing. That whole now I know that I have to <laughs> I but it's, oh darn you! I'm gonna miss drunken improvised oh, musical. That's oh, the 22nd. Rats. Sorry. Damn shit. Well, okay. we we can't always win. You can't. Yeah. But um. You win by going to late night walk. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, maybe I'll, I'll. I'm definitely gonna win again because I do enjoy coming to that place. Um, <laughs> but. 
do you like did you ever have like um did like times where you like you know were when you were kind of still getting used to it like were there like were there times where you would like slip up and be like embarrassed and shit? oh yeah no and i still do but like the the beautiful thing about improv in particular is that once a bad scene is over like the ship sunk but then it's like it gets back up there again you get yeah. to like redeem yourself um but when I first started improv, like, I've never had much of anxiety issues in my life. But um, when I started at, at sports and, like, seeing how good these people were, I was like, I'm not good enough. Like, I yeah. can't be as funny as them. So I would have a little bit of anxiety about, like, getting myself to actually just, like, go up on the stage. Um, but just through time and time and time, again, of seeing, like, really great performers crash and burn in a scene you're like everyone does it it's improv you can't like you can't plan it so sometimes there's things that are like you couldn't have wrote that it's so funny like it's hilarious you're crying on the ground it's so funny and you did that or there's a time where it's like everyone on the stage has no idea we're no one's on the same page but it's short form improv so it's at most four minutes long and then it's over and it's done and it happened and like you can just like be like well, we won't do that again, or hopefully we won't in a really yeah. long time. Um, you but, learn what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, and there are, like, just, like, it's a skill. You can, like, like build on it and get better and, like, know what not to do. Yeah. And, a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Um, were you finished? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and a lot of the great, like, the comic greats, you know, like you said, you know, everyone kind of started starts in the same way that you are and you know that goes for any uh any field or any form of media or whatever everyone has to start somewhere mm-hmm. and it's like they went through that too like oh, yeah. a lot of the greatest comedians ever got booed off stage yeah like, well tina fey in particular like because i really like women com- comics like yeah. she was it was her and amy poehler at second city and they were in a group of like I don't know exactly how many, but I'd say, like, nine or whatever, like, and they would, like, tour the country doing, like, sketch shows, but they would, like, drive, like, from Chicago out and whatever, but, like, they literally were, like, just the girls, like, they were just, like, oh, like, if someone needed a girl on the sketch, like, to play the librarian or, like, the secretary or whatever, like, they would be on stage sometimes, like, for, like, two minutes and, like, literally only, like, adding on, and they didn't feel comfortable enough to, like, put out their own ideas because of whatever, whatever, and, like, 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 you know, all these things about women not being funny, and, like, in the past that we had to overcome, but, like, they, they themselves, like, they started very little, and, like, but they kept going, and they kept falling in love with it more, and I feel like the harder you work and the more that you love it, like, you're gonna get where you want to go. I think Lady Gaga just said that. (laughs) Like, Like, if you work really hard, like, there's nothing you can't accomplish as long as you're like doing it for the right reasons reasons and you like love it, like then you're gonna you're gonna do good. You know? Yeah. You just gotta put your time in and like care. Right, yeah. You have to be doing what others would think is doing too much or mm-hmm. working too hard because like in order to like really, you know, succeed or stick out, you you know, you have to be outstanding, you know. Yeah. You you can't let um, you know, the, the you you can't let the um, feelings of inferiorness mm-hmm. you know make you take make you like step back from you know following through with something and and actually doing it because 
you won't know unless you try, obviously. Yeah. And that, you know, like, like, you know, that goes for any creative, really. Yeah, and at that point, the only person you're harming by not following through with it because you think you're inferior is yourself. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna, like, you're not, I'm not hurting you if I'm not working on my show. You're just gonna be doing whatever you're doing as a creative, and I'm just not, you know? Yeah. But it's like, when people, like, us that are doing it like that are working hard and like we're like oh you're doing something like let me help you let's talk about this and like let's work together and like collaborate and like and i think that that is also a really great thing about being a creative is like working with other people and that's what can i plug my show now yeah (laughs) that is what like made me um but that's what like sparked the idea for the show that i have um the show Late Night Milwaukee um, is a talk show format. You went to the first show. Did, um, yeah. It's a talk show format. Um, With um, Michael Kittleson. Yeah, Michael Kittleson. Yeah, uh, he's the keyboardist. Um, shout out, Michael. Yes, I love you. And I hate you. I mean, <laughs> have that. Nice. Um, we're great. No, we're really good. Like, I think we're a good team. Um, but like, we, what I wanted to do was to have a place to have my friends and anyone else. Um, that's doing things and creating things like I want them to have a place to talk about it That's not just a Facebook blurb or like word of mouth or even posters which are great and important And I need to print posters out today, yeah. but like like things oh that those God, are things yeah. that are important the flyers Yeah, you gotta get a yeah. poster everywhere. You gotta like literally just litter the student union with them. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. good point. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm going to yeah. <laughs> um, But like you have to do that and you like um and, but then there's also, like, there. Ne- I felt like there was this missing gap of, like, somewhere for someone to come and, like, be seen and to speak about it. And, like, and not only just that, like, because I do, I do like that, but I also, like, I have a lot of creative character, like, performers that I was, like, okay, I want someone to come on and, like, hone in on a character. Like, we'll get them, like, in a full outfit. Like, they'll be super silly and wacky. Like, for instance, the Miss West Alice in the first show. Like, that was my idea, and, like, I thought that Alan was, like, the perfect person to execute it. And he did it so funny, and he will definitely be back, I hope, to, like, do another show as Miss West Alice. But I want to do further things with other people that are performers and, like, let them shine you know i want to have a place yeah. for like my friends and bringing, not... bringing the best out of people that you know have it in them yeah because yeah. there's so many people that i know that have it and then through creating the show i have met so many other people like um the first show i worked with the constructivists and now i am like pretty like i feel like i'm close with the woman that the director jamie lee like um like she is literally like or jamie lynn oh my god can you fix that? I'm really close with Jamie Lynn. Um, she, Jamie Lee Curtis is what I was thinking. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, she is, but she like, I don't know, we Freaky made a, Friday. right? <laughs> um, we made like a connection. Um, and then like, like I'm working with Schlee, um, and Lex Allen and Amanda Huff on this next. Shout out Schleeberry. Yes. Shout out Lex Allen and shout out Amanda Huff. Um, shout out all of those yes. people and a million times more. Like they are all so on board with doing this next show. Um, yeah. it's a music show, so it's not going to have really any sketch based things cause we don't have time cause I want them to have as much time to talk about what they're doing and to perform each artist. So, um, so it's, it's going to be like a different version of my show but I'm really excited about it but they are like they are some of like the craziest people like I 
like they are all they are all so talented and they're all gonna be on my show and they're gonna be like uh, really really great and I just can't even believe that they all said yes and they were all so excited to like work together which is <laughs> awesome like it's just like I uh, can't ask for more <laughs> totally and that's like that's the beauty of um, what I've found out of getting to know people just from even if as simple as like adding somebody on Facebook or you know just shaking somebody's hand at like a networking event like there like there's just so much love uh, people have for each other in Milwaukee and like just in just everyone I meet like is just so like they're just about you and mm -hmm. what you do yeah. they, they want you to succeed it's, it's just like hub no, of yeah. like creative support like I, they everyone wants everyone to succeed yeah there's not great. this there's not that like you know that that competitive nature yeah. well i think a lot of cities <laughs> have that like la in particular like i was like <laughs> you'd be in the uber or something and then like the person's like oh what do you do and it's like yeah i'm an actress and they're like oh what's new well like here if i'm in an uber well i only take lips but like if i was in the yeah, lift yeah. um and like they were like oh like they, i often get dropped off at sports so i'm like they're like oh do you are you going to see a show and i'm like no like i'm in the show or like i'm i'm working the show i work yeah. here and they're like what that's so crazy uh, everyone here is just like you're a performer yeah. what it's like you do art for no a living? way no yeah. way and it's just like i know i also feel like no way i'm so lucky and excited and like i don't ever see myself you're just stopping. like yeah you just like look in the mirror and you're like looking at yourself like you're a performer? How did you, how'd you do that? How did my cat hear it? Yeah. <laughs> you go! Yeah, good job! Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, maybe you should do, start doing that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I mean... Reminding you, like, how... It'd definitely how, be, like, a ego boost. Yeah, like, yeah, reminding you that, like, you got yourself here. Yeah, well, that is true. I, lately, I, I'm not, I have not worked this hard, um, on, like, a particular project, um, more than I have late night Milwaukee, and so like, but I feel so empowered by it. Like I'm like, fuck yeah, I can do anything. Like this morning, I um I was um, having like a back and forth email session with the Shepherd Express, and they're pitching a sure. a column for my show, like just to like not for like weekly, but just like to promote my next late night Milwaukee show. And it's like, holy shit, like there are people that are doing shows at Comedy Sports that have been doing them, and they've been pretty successful, but like they don't go that extra step to like push themselves there and like I don't I just want everyone to know and I just want to keep telling people about it and like keep promoting it yeah. and like I think like the people that are around me often are like god damn it like we know you have a show on the 21st like we get it but it's like for me I'm like I can't stop thinking about it I can't stop yeah. planning I can't like stop making wanting to make it better yeah you know? and and it's like because and also, I, like, I feel the same way about when, like, I'll invite people to, like, events that, like, I'm involved with, that my friends are doing. Like, mm -hmm. I'll feel like I'm being annoying by, like, constantly reminding mm -hmm. and inviting people. Oh, but people you need to, to. But, well, it's also because it's, like, you know they're in, you're, unless you, like, a lot of people I've noticed, like, you know, you kind of have to sell it to them. Mm -hmm. People are, like, people might support you from afar, but actually bringing themselves there is like for some reason like that's very like draining yeah or it's or it's just a lot of effort yeah and unless you keep reminding 
people to like you know just yeah. so you know I'm doing this I'm doing this like make sure you come have you mm -hmm. bought your ticket yet it's like unless you keep pushing it you know what's gonna bring your friends or people that you know supposedly you know support what you're doing and, and yeah. I mean obviously there will be people that have like valid excuses and yeah stuff. yeah and then like but performers especially I've right. never ever if you have a show going on, I'm not going to expect you to come to see another show. Like, yeah. if you can, that'd be great. And I've done it myself. But, like, I also, like, I get it. Like, if you're doing something and you're performing, like, fucking yeah. do it. Go perform. That's awesome. But, like, there, it's insane. Like, the more performances and the more events and the, the more you're doing, the less people come. Which is yeah. weird. Because now that I have, like, shows more than once a month and, like, like, you know, like, I have something going on almost every week sometimes. It's, like, people are less likely to come. And it's, like, I have free tickets to every, almost everything that I do. But, like, rarely do I give them away. Like, I try my best to do it. And sometimes I get randos, like, like someone on Facebook or, like, a coworker that I'm not close with. Yeah. It's, like, oh, you work in sports? Like, let, let give me tickets. And I'm, like, okay, awesome. Like, take them. I yeah. want to give them away. I want to bring people in. I want people to... Like, from both my worlds to collide. And of course, like, yeah. To see it. But, like, the people that are always there, the people that are always supporting you, that does not go unnoticed. Right. So, like, no, that is something that, right. like, the that's world your, should that's hear. That's your fan club. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I try to be the biggest fan to all of the people in my sure. life, especially the ones that I know, like, really, really deserve it. Like, it's, like, one thing if, like, I'm your friend and you're doing something and it's, like, going on and I'll, I'll go. I'll go if I can, I'll go. Yeah. But, like, if I, like, love it, I will be there. Like, I will be there and, like, bring ten other people. Like, and I do it. I do it often where I'm, like, I have this thing going on. Come with me. Like, if you don't want to, like, I'll buy you a ticket. Like, you know, yeah. like, I will, like, try right. my best to bring yeah. as many people into a thing. And it's I, like, I'll compromise with you. I'll make yeah, it easy for you. Do you want a drink? I'll buy you a drink. Come right. with me to the show. Like, yeah. it's, like, I trust me, you'll, like, you will want to come next time. And then almost always they do, which is really cool. Yeah. You have to give that... You have to. Sometimes you gotta. Like, you have to incentivize it. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But and like. Sometimes it's kind of annoying that you have to, but at the same time, it's like you know, if it really means that much for you to like, if like a particular person was there, then you know, sometimes you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you still um, do you have like when you're doing like your routine like on stage like do you ever get distracted? Um. Yes and no. It depends on like so like I'm I'm a key, I'm a keen is that the word to like many audiences. Um, when it comes to comedy sports, like I do anything from like a matinee show with like all children in the audience yes. to like a ten o'clock very wasted crowd right. that is like those are the ones I've been to. Yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> and or like and then when it comes to like my show, the last two have been at midnight. This next one's at nine, which is going to be so much better yeah. for me personally, because I cannot, I cannot put on as good of a show at midnight that I can at like nine. So I'm lucky and excited. Well, I'm lucky that I didn't change the time. Like I, that was my decision. Yeah. Um, but like no, yeah, yes, I can. It depends on the audience, but for the most part, you can pretty much stay in the zone. Sometimes I have no idea what's going on in the audience at all. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like. I've looked at this person in the front row like 40 times and they've never laughed once. So like, oh, yeah. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> what do I do? You're but just like, like you're, you're thinking like, like, dude, just get up and 
give your seat to someone else who actually thinks yeah, it's funny. There, we had, <laughs> yeah, recently I was in a show that was a 10 o'clock, and there was a group of 16 people on the front that were wasted. Yeah. Like, hoisted. Like, I'm, like, so hoisted. drunk, yeah. And, like, so drunk that, like, they thought they were funnier than us. So, like, we are up there, well, when we were doing scenes and doing, like, real, like, the game part of it, like, of comedy sports, like, they were fine with it. But, like, they liked it. They were enjoying it. But as soon as the games were over and, like, there would be the ref on stage explaining the games, they would talk and, like, like hack, like, you know, like, heckle and, like, all that stuff and just, like, being really rude because they thought they were funny and they weren't. Um, and I wasn't refing that crowd. I actually, I had my first refing experience in a couple weeks, which will be really exciting because I can't wait. Yeah. Um, it'll be really fun because you get to, like, kind of control the whole show, um, you're like hosting pretty much, which I host my show, so like, I have somewhat of experience and I enjoy it. Like, in those situations, you, you have to you have to read and like kind of be distracted by the audience because you have to know what they find funny and what they find to be not funny and then like what engages them and what doesn't because you can definitely like curve your show based off of what they want and you should is like kind of what's really great about improv but like when it comes to a play it's like oh my god this audience sucks and they're never gonna get it and they're never gonna be in it and that was just a really bad mm -hmm. performance and that happens too and there's nothing you can do about that do you ever uh do you like still get nervous like even to this day um yeah definitely but i like it like i like getting nervous um because then i have like some energy to be fueled off of and it just means that I am excited. Like when I get yeah. nervous, it's like it's it's a good sign. Because yeah. if I'm not nervous, like well, there's times where I'm just not nervous and just really confident and really excited, and those sure. are great too. But when I'm nervous, it just means like like I'm ready to yeah. like do this, and right. I'm like gonna use that energy. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, totally. I I get nervous before pretty much every show I've done, and. You know, it's more of just like, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. This is a thing now. There's no turning back. So mm -hmm. just might as well make the most out of it. Yeah, yeah. Own it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. God. This really does look like an interrogation. It does a little bit, yeah. but it's okay. I, yeah. Um, all right, Kara, as we're closing off, what keeps you up at night? Oh, my gosh. What keeps me up at night? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, probably the excitement. This is such a cheesy answer, but the excitement for what's coming the next day, usually. That's so. not a bad answer at all. <laughs> yeah. I literally, the other night, I had the worst racing thoughts at like 10 p.m. And it was, I was like going, I felt felt like I was losing my mind just thinking about like all of the exciting things like to be finally yeah. working yeah. on and bringing to life. And so I, you know, that's very valid too excited Valid to point. sleep. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and then what puts you to sleep? Um, the comfort in what I've already done. Like, just knowing that I keep, I've done a lot and I keep doing it. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, you bring joy to hordes of people. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Um, Kara, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, all right, well, uh, we'll see you next time. Until then, 